disgusting. So juicy. That's so gross and so oh, it makes me uncomfortable. Apples. Welcome to the podcast. Apples are the worst fruit known to man. I had to find oh. one person that's just like, oh, I like apples. Oh, there's so much juice. It's going everywhere. It sounds really gross when you <laughs> phrase it with the word juice. <laughs> juice all over my... This apple's so moist. It's literally all over my computer. That's disgusting. You're going to ruin your computer by eating an apple. How's that feel? Hello, welcome to that thing we do once in a while called the A and D Show. I'm David. I'm Austin. And today is Thursday, but you're listening to this on Friday. Why? Because you're a faithful listener and you tune in when we release episodes. You should really rethink your life at this point. This apple, though. Disgusting. It's so good. It's so gross. It's so delicious. Apples are really... I, I, I'm a firm believer apples are really the worst the worst fruit there is. Well, there are many schools of thought that believe that the apple was the fall of man. That and woman. Mainly the apple. Uh, <laughs> Mainly the apple. Boy, how did we have quite the doozy of an episode for you guys today. Today, we decided that for our second entry into the second season of... Season two of the show. What are we calling the show again? The A and D show. The A and D show. We thought, what better way to continue the momentum and energy we built with our first episode, but by having a nice in-depth conversation about time travel. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. Time travel. So here's the thing. Time travel is a thing. It's a thing that doesn't happen because it's not possible. Uh, It's not true. There are many schools of thought. Most of them agree with me. Some of them don't. And those are Austin. (laughs) I think that time travel is a real thing. Thank you very much. I think it's possible. Uh, Let me rephrase that. I'm not crazy. I think it's um, theoretical. It's possible in theory. Not possible. Not practical. Let's put it that way. Not practical yet. Um, all right, Marty McFly. So today we're going to really, talk really, about... Another sidetrack. Back to the Future. Very overrated. Uh, I... He's walking away. There's a comedian that discusses this. There's a comedian that discusses this whole scenario about Back to the Future. And he he couldn't be any more correct on this. Uh, it's a show about a kid falling in love with his mom. It's weird. I'm telling you, it's a weird show. Um, it shouldn't be on the air. Your kids shouldn't watch it. That's the downfall of man. I'm back. It's terrible. It's not a good show. I was taken aback by your hate for all things 80s. No, no, no. I love the 80s. The and 80s you are don't great. like the Goonies? You we've don't dis- like Back to the Future? I, it's not my fault. They're bad programs. It I mean, is your fault. Everything is your fault. 
probably true. He's, he's like my mom. So the whole point of this conversation is not for us to determine whose fault it is. The point of this conversation is to discuss time travel in a, a number of hypotheticals. Do you have that list? No, you're playing. No. You're, what is that called? Panda Tune Blast. Blast. <laughs> Tune Blast. Is that, the, is that the one that Ryan Reynolds played all the time? Yeah, he's just so good looking. I mean, I will. I, I want to support what he supports. Did you see that episode or that 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 uh, commercial for that where he had the guy that was operating his fake arms? Yes, it's amazing. <laughs> that was pretty good. Ryan Reynolds really is a is he's he's a gift to mankind. In all yeah, honesty, he is a a dude that does things. So he's, he does things. You're you're very right. He does things. He's, yeah, you're, you're not entirely incorrect there. Most I, of the time, I find that that's the case. That I'm correct. I want to applaud you for your intelligence. Here we go. Okay, I have the list of questions now. Good. It's extensive. <laughs> it is, which is nice. So, today we're going to talk about something near and dear to no one's heart, and that is time travel. And the first question we have to ask ourselves is if we could go back to any era in time, which would it be and why? Well, I'm fond of this era, mainly for modern medicine and uh-huh. not polio. Let's let's uh, let's specify that in this particular hypothetical, it's not a one-way trip. It's just go back, visit, enjoy, see, learn, reminisce, party on Wayne, party on Garth, and then return. Even then, even then, I'm not sure that there's necessarily an era that I would like. To visit. I, I, and I, I say that with all seriousness, I'm a fan of modern amenities. I don't, I don't desire to go back to the prairie. I don't desire to be a knight and get my arm chopped off and hope that Dr. Shivago can, you know, use his leeches and his black magic to fix it. <laughs> That's true. I'm not really a when fan you, of riding a dinosaur because they'll eat me. When you weigh in the balance, I mean, you're onto something there. When you weigh into the balance, the comforts the creature comforts that we have that we take take advantage or take for granted here in this time period this era if you will there are a number of them i mean imagine just just one of the more simple ones right um personal travel right travel right. from location to location i i uh i'm a big fan of robin hood sherwood forest you know medieval um that kind of stuff Is sherwood or sherwood sherwood not sherwood nope not C H E R W O O D. Do you believe in life after love? I don't. The love, the love after love. But I'm a I big can fan. I feel something inside me say. I Go really on. don't think you're strong enough now. Do you believe in love after love? Really, that was a good share. That, that, that's probably one of Cher's best songs. Um, no comment. Cher was vastly overrated as well. This is another. I'll agree with you on that. This one. is another discussion because I've got a whole list of overrated musicians that came throughout time. God, stop with that apple! I swear, I will punt that thing across this room. Oh, it's so good! It's gross, juicy, uh, just like me. <laughs> shouldn't shouldn't say that. <laughs> Be honest. I'm thinking about cutting it out in post. I probably won't though. You should. There's a number of times that I've said we'll cut that out in post, and I never do. No. <laughs> Um. Anyway, back to Robin Hood. I'm a big fan of Robin Hood. I'm talking about personal travel, right? Back in the day, when all you had to travel was either, you know, horse and buggy, or um, 
horse or foot. Right. Um, and what's what's interesting, there's a TV show that they did on the BBC a number of years ago. Uh, back in like 2006, I think. And uh, it was pretty good. Pretty good Robin Hood show. I think it was called Sherwood. I think I've heard of it. It's a pretty good show. Uh, check it out, listeners. If you and if you enjoy the Robin Hood uh, stuff like I do, you'll enjoy it. Anyway, so one of the things that I always thought was interesting about that show was how quickly they travel from place to place, right? Like Loxley or the Sherwood Forest or uh, Nottingham, right? Those are like the three main locations for Robin Hood. And I looked it up because I was like in the show, it's like, ah, Avast, we're going to go to Nottingham and we're going to steal the money from the sheriff and hurrah, right? And then they hop on their horses and then like three seconds later, there they are. Same time of day. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, that's, that must be pretty close. Well, I looked it up because I was interested and I'm like, I wonder how far away, I don't feel like they're that close because if Robin and his band of merry men in their tights were hanging out literally like a stone's throw from Nottingham and the sheriff, I would imagine that they probably would have caught him a whole lot quicker, you know? Right. Like logic dictates. I agree. And so I looked it up and I'm thinking, I really don't feel like they're as close as they made it look like in the show. That tends to happen. So I looked it up and walking distance from Sherwood Forest, just where the pin drops when you look up Sherwood Forest in, in the UK where the pin drops to Nottingham, which would be town center of Nottingham, which I'd imagine would be as close to the historical location of a castle as possible. Walking distance was like eight days, right? (laughs) Eight days. And, 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 you know, you know, you see that in a lot of shows where it's like, like I was a big fan of like 24 Mm -hmm. and like the idea of them, like, like, like I'm going through LA and, I'm Jack Bauer, and there's no traffic ever. There's never traffic. Like, there's never gridlock. Mm-hmm. Like, no one is ever in your way. Like, it, it, it always fascinates me. Like, like some of these shows, like, like not even in regards to time travel. Like, because this really isn't time travel, but I mean, like, there's no, like, continuality of time right. ever in a show. Well, that was a pretty interesting fiction. concept with 24 because it was shot in, well, it was supposed to have been produced in real or time. whatever in real time. But I love twenty four. But that's something you know that you know one of the one of the common amenities that we have here in modern day that we don't really think about and we take for granted is just you know I gotta go to Walmart over like you know to go to Walmart for me from home it's about a twenty five minute drive right right uh, if I didn't have a car that could go eighty miles an hour down the interstate shouldn't go that fast that's not safe um, it would literally take me a month. Maybe not, but uh, close. Really. I'm thinking to myself, do I really need the groceries that bad, or do I just live off the land? Probably start a garden. I gardened as a kid with my dad, and it was the worst. Gardening is not great. It's not great. Like my dad, my dad like canned. Like we're gonna live off the land. We're gonna we're gonna live off the land. This big. We're gonna garden. be nomads. It's gonna be no, great. Or they're not. We're gonna be famous. But like like. I don't know. I, I I just I'm I'm a firm believer that there's not a a era of time that I could say I would like to visit that time. Even if it was maybe the 80s because the Illini basketball team was really good. Like like 
I'll base my time travel on good sports teams. I go to the 80s and see mm-hmm. the flying Illini. I, here's, here's my thing. There's a number of things that I dislike about our era, our, our era, namely the political landscape. I'm not, I'm not big on politics. We don't talk about politics on this show, but I don't like the political landscape as in the liberal mindset of so many people and how everything is like political correctness and everybody's offended by everything. And I, I, I kind of, if I were to go back in time, that would probably be where I would go would be somewhere where, you know, somewhere before that time where there wasn't as much like, okay, we talk about TV and movies and stuff a lot on the show, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously that's something that we enjoy and we look at and enjoy watching and talking about. So because of how much I enjoy that stuff, it would be nice to go back to the era when it was more innocent. Right. Right. Cause you can't watch television now, uh, without seeing something morally objectionable. Right. Versus you go back to 1950s when like the hit the hottest TV show on the television was the Dick Van Dyke show. And it's like language. It was like super chill. Right. Right. Um, I would like to go back to that. Not maybe I'd like the fifties would be nice. It'd be kind of cool. Maybe not to stay, but to see, um, probably not anything from the fifties to this, from the sixties on, I ain't about that free love business, but fifties would be cool. Fifties would be all right. I I could, I could do the fifties because that's, you know, that's, that's, you know, after the major world wars, that's, you know, the world is becoming industrialized. Yeah. So it was, I, I there was could, a lot of freedom. There was a lot right. of I could, I could, I could do that. Seventies, um, no, thank you, no, thank you, absolutely not. Yeah, definitely. I, I would not. Well, because if you went back in that time period, you'd probably get drafted into Vietnam, and then you'd probably die. Or you got to go to like a Grateful Dead concert. Oh gosh, even worse. Yeah, or a Beatles concert. So what if you could go to the to the future? Love it. Yes, the future. I'm all about. I'm all about the future. How far would you go? Well, I want to be alive still. You would want to, well, I mean, in theory. I, I would, I would, I would like to, so I would love to go to like, see like where my kid's at in 20 years or, you know, you know, go in the future to even a hundred years from now and see what's the, you know, you know, what's the world like in a hundred years? I think for me, I don't want to know what my future's like. I want to, I want it to play out and not have to worry about trying to achieve something that is out of my control. Right. You know? Um, so uh, kind of in the same vein as like, you know, since we were talking about back to the future, back to the future Two, right. They actually go to the future and he says, it's you and your, your kids, your kids are trouble, troublemakers or whatever. You got to do something about your kids or whatever. And so he goes and he learns a bunch about his future. And imagine, I mean, cause Marty McFly is what? Like 17 in that movie, his character. Yeah. He's in high school. Yeah. Right. Imagine being 17 again. Right. And then all of a sudden you go on a time traveling adventure. That's two way. You go there and you come back and you learn, well, your girlfriend is going to be your wife and you're going to have these kids and they're going to get all kinds of trouble. And the guy that's the bully beating you up now is still going to be bullying you then. And right. I mean, like there's a bunch of stuff that's cool about the future, but I don't know that I would really want to know that, that kind of stuff. So for me, I would want to go. I would probably go, if I were to go to the future, I would go somewhere. If I went to the future, I would go long enough in the future that my destiny is 
Right. Even no longer yeah, part of even, the picture. You know, you know, even like five years from now, just like see where like I'm at in five years, you know. You would like that. I don't know that I would like that. I don't know that I want to know what my future holds. I want to skip forward in the book. I want to I want to live it every, you know, every day at a time. Right. I, I, I don't want to go so far to where like I know like when I'm gone. Like I don't want to like I don't you know, I would I would hate to like go to the future and be like, oh, no, you died 10 years ago. It's like, shoot, now I got, a, you know, now I know like a, there's, there's a timetable, you know? Yeah. So I wouldn't want to go that far in the future, um, but far enough to where I got, you know, I can see like, like my family and yeah. stuff like that still. There's a couple of things, a couple of books that were written. H.G. Wells wrote a book back, I think in the fifties, forties or fifties, maybe earlier called the time machine. Mm-hmm. And it was a pretty cool, pretty cool, uh, exposition on the condition of humanity, like the kind of mental status of a person traveling through time at that era. And, um, it might've been earlier than the, in the early 1900s. It might've been late 1800s. I can't remember when he wrote it, but anyway, he wrote this book and it was about a guy, at least the film adaptation of it was about a guy whose fiance dies and he builds a time machine to try to save her. And he realizes the futility of altering destiny, right? Like in time cop with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Similar, except a whole lot less trashy. <laughs> well, nah, hold on. <laughs> You know, if you touch, I got to get something, I got to get you with something too. If you touch your 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 past or future self, you meld together and pass away. Or just it like beca- in time causes a, a a crack in the fabric of time Based and space, time. and then everybody dies. Oh, well, don't do it. So, but there's that, and, and that was a pretty cool. Uh, one of the things that happens, at least in the film and in the in the wishbone narrative from the '90s, is that he falls asleep or he gets injured and he passes out and hits the button and pushes himself so far into the future that all of humanity as we know it has evolved away right or has died off and whatever and um basically he uh finds a new life in the like in the deep future so my question for you the deep future like literally eight hundred thousand years in the future my question for you then would be if that were the case if you had a one-way trip where how far would you go um and who would you take with you i guess yeah, I don't obviously want, yeah. your wife and child would go with you i, I don't even know that because it, i mean what if it's a situation where you know it's a desert land and there's no humanity no food and you just basically you're stuck now you're going to pass away because you're going to starve to death yeah so i mean you know i don't know that i would take anybody with me yeah but it's, i don't know that i that i don't know that I, I i could see the future so far ahead that there's no humanity it's like this is just the end of the world like that wouldn't be fun like that wouldn't be enjoyable well one thing that was interesting we talked about we didn't talk about on the podcast but we talked about it me and a, a friend i think might have been might have been kenneth i don't know um kenneth case marketing shout out anyway uh we were talking about it and Let's uh, let's just kind of in, interject the Bible for just a quick sec, okay? So, Bible says that after the apocalypse, the rapture, all that good stuff, that there will be a great as the as different churches have called it, a great catching away, right? Where all the people are taken up into heaven and right. so on and so forth. Um and then uh there will be a new heaven and a new earth, right? for eternity or something. And, um, there's a number of people, there's a different, there's a school of thought basically that says that the new heaven and the new earth, the new earth will actually be basically God taking the current earth, wiping it clean 
and then bringing it back to life and putting us back on that new earth. And so my question is, and we kind of talked about it. What if you were to time travel so far that you ended up on the other side of that? No, (laughs) no, thank you. Like not necessarily like you time travel your way through the apocalypse, through the whole re whatever. And then you end up in the new earth, quote unquote. I mean, it's not possible. Right. Because if you're, you know, you'd be the, the, theoretically, them, yeah. um, I, I guess that kind of be cool. That's I kind guess. of the, that's kind of the premise of, of HG Wells is that he goes so far. It wasn't about the rapture. It wasn't a biblical thing, but it was basically, he goes so far through time that he ends up, um, like w- basically watching the entirety of humanity as it's known die and be reborn again as this new species pretty much, but it's human, but it's like this different, um, like tribal kind of more primitive. Right. So, so I've always, I've always wondered, you know, when it comes to time travel, what are your, what are your thoughts on the, like the interstellar idea? The so black it, hole. And if going you're not, back if in you're not familiar with interstellar, uh, great movie. It's a very good movie. So, so, so it, it, it's a Christopher Nolan film. So it's off the bat phenomenal. I mean, really, he doesn't. He, he's not, never made a bad movie. Somebody's man he's crushing over here. Never made a bad movie. Christopher Nolan is phenomenal. So basically, they go to this uh, first planet, uh, and it's 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 close to the supermassive black hole. And so the the, gra- the gravitational pull causes uh, extreme time dilation. Mm-hmm. Basically, one hour on this planet is seven Earth years. Mm-hmm. Or so they estimate. Right. They actually turn out that they're wrong. Right. And what they think, they're on the planet for 45 minutes, and it's going to be like seven years or an hour and seven years, whatever, and it turns out they go over that by like 15 minutes, and they come back, and the guy's been waiting for them for 30 years. <laughs> Crazy. And, right. And, Crazy. And, and, Mind-bending kind of stuff. Right. And that's the thing where you sit there, and it's like, you know, what is, you know, when you when you think about that aspect of it, like if you could do that, if you could basically prolong your life by 15, 30 years just by visiting a planet like that, would you? So the one-way trip into a time-dilated environment, basically, that's kind of the idea that um, uh, the, like interstellar travel outside of the actual interstellar movie, um, faster than light travel, right? Right. Is a thing that is and is is been has been sought for a while as an attainable thing, potentially. Right. What is it like eight hundred and fifty-seven thousand miles per second, or something like that? That's, not, that's, close, that's close to right. I don't know. The so, it's something number. ridiculously fast like that. But basically, they say that when you move that fast, when you move faster than light, that it actually time is different. Time is is slower for you right than people outside of that or whatever basically and so basically they say that if you were to achieve uh ftl um travel then you would end up ftl for those that don't know ftl faster than light that way we don't have to call it faster than light right if you were to achieve ftl speed you would actually be slowing your time down while everything else around you sped up. So it'd basically be the the similar concept to what you're talking about with the black hole and time dilation there. And so the question is, if you could travel 
at a speed that would slow everything down for you and cause everything around you to speed up or if you could spend a half an hour on a planet and it would add 30 years to your life basically because you would basically fast forward through 30 years of life outside of that environment would you do it right and my answer to that question is a resounding no you wouldn't absolutely not why not i'm all about the future but the, the older i get the more i realize that i don't want to like the i don't know the, the, the older you get the more you realize that what you have in each moment is more important than the long term you know what i'm saying right so what, what i mean is not that i'm advocating like live for the moment be a hippie not like that but like whenever you realize that life is more important than the end right it's more important to live each moment than it is to fast forward through it like you ever seen the movie click Yes. That's a pretty good example, right? Yeah. He uses that remote and he fast forwards through the parts of his life that he doesn't like. That are boring. Yeah. It turns out. But if he doesn't have those moments, he doesn't have those relationships. Right. right? And so that's kind of the, that's kind of the direction I'm taking on it. I wouldn't want to skip. I wouldn't want to add quote unquote 30 years to my life, that direction, that reason or that way, because I feel like I've missed so much right. that I care about, you know? I just, no, 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 no. I don't disagree with that. Now, if we're talking about, there's a, there was a TV show that came out a few years ago. Man, we're just calling out all kinds of cool stuff here today. Um, there was a TV show that came out a few years ago. I think it was actually produced by Spielberg um, called, I think it was called Terra, T-E-R-R-A. I don't think I've ever seen that. Um, pretty cool show. All about, you know, the typical sci-fi show. They tend, right. they tend to revolve around the idea of a planet earth in whatever alternate timeline or whatever universe or whatever that is dying. Right. That's the typical go-to for a futuristic film. Um, and basically they find a way to open a window to an alternate or to a, I don't know if it's an alternate reality in the past or if it's their own reality in the past. I can't remember which one it is, but they basically open up, um, a portal and they walk through a whole bunch of people, a colony of people walk through and they exist in the past. Right. And it's a one way trip, but it goes into the past. It's, you know, whatever. And they're trying to live. Um, that's a pretty cool show. Pretty cool, pretty cool things to think about, to talk about. And it brought up one of the most, one of the most intriguing concepts of time travel is, and that is you don't know what you're getting yourself into. There's no possible way other than if you were to do something like, well, there's, there's just no possible way. There's right, no possible right, way for you to know what it is it. you're stepping into. Right, right. You, you could go five years into the future and the world could be entirely different five years into the future. You could be walking into, you know, this, this scenario where there's this, you know, massive world war going on and which is, you know, not out of their own possibility, but you know, when you, when you walk that far in the future, even 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 a year in the future, you don't know what's what's in store. You have yeah. no clue what tomorrow holds. So there's always an inherent risk with time travel. There's always an inherent risk with saying, okay, "I'm going to go in the future," because, because you never know what what that future will be. Exactly, and that's kind of the idea is that even though they're going into the past and they think they know, because they're going into like the Jurassic past, right? And one of their biggest um, one of their biggest issues is dinosaurs. 
Right. And they're like, okay, well, we have history books that tell us what dinosaurs are, at least a pretty close estimation. We should be able to prepare ourselves against whatever threat that they may uh, pose. But the problem that they didn't think about was the fact that it's not just dinosaurs. Right. The air is different. The complete ecology is completely different, right? And everything is totally different. And so they end up going back in time one way and a good portion of them die before they realize what the issue is. And it turns out that they weren't used to breathing air that was so clean. They were used to breathing the polluted air. Right. And they had acclimated to that. And so when they breathed, they were over oxygenating themselves and dying. And it was crazy. And it was, you know, and that's, that's a, that's a really interesting like concept, but that basically sheds light on overarching uh, problem and right. not being, you know, going forward or backward. I mean, other than short distances, like backward into an era that is well documented, right? An era like the fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, even like going back into that era, a little bit different because there's so much documentation that helps you to understand what you're getting yourself into. Mm -hmm. But even then our mentality as humans has changed and modified so much as to what's acceptable or to what's normal, what's appropriate. Right. If we were even to go back and my, from what I would, I would guess would be that if we were to even go back to the mid nineties, that the norm quote unquote, the, the status quo would be so much more different than we imagine. And that we're accustomed to that. It would be, uh, you know, detrimental. I, I do miss the nineties for the record. I mean, I agree with you and there's so much about the nineties that were great. There's so much about them that were horrible. Power but, Rangers. See yeah. the bell. You know, there's a, there's a, an interesting show. I haven't finished it, but there's an interesting show that kind of touches on that concept of us not being prepared, even within a, an era that's well documented. The show, I think it's a Hulu original 1963. Is that the one with uh, with the guy from Breaking Bad, right? Uh, no, it's got James Franco in it. Okay, oh, it's that's based right, on that's a Stephen right, King right. book. It's Stephen King book, that's right, yeah. yeah and it's I'll all about. I'll, I'll say something different. Okay, yeah, and it's all about this guy who goes through this cabinet in this restaurant and ends up in this, in nineteen sixty two, I think maybe sixty three, somewhere in there. Sounds right. And he basically, it's just like a few days before. Uh, President Kennedy is assassinated and he goes and everything he does actually affects the future because it actually puts him back in that time period. And one of the coolest things is the very first, and it sheds, it sheds light on this kind of topic a little bit, right? One of the first things that he experiences is that he comes out of the restaurant and he's dressed weird. He's dressed normal to him, but to everybody else are like, wow, what a, look at this goofball with his weird futuristic clothes, right? Right. Uh, and then he sees somebody being mistreated and, or to him, what looks like mistreatment, but what he doesn't realize is that it's the normal for that time period. You know, I think it was an African American person that was being talked down to, and he stands up for that guy and gets you know the junk beat out of him because, like nobody does that. That's not a thing that happens. So that actually brings me to a, to a, to an interesting topic. If you could go back in time and change one thing, like a historical, a historical thing, yeah. What would that be and how would that have affected, you know, time? Wow. That's a deep question. Because, I mean, I mean, if you go back, you know, no matter what you change in the past, something will be greatly impacted, okay? So, like, if you go back and let's say you, you know, you stopped the Kennedy assassination, okay? Like, like yeah. you know, you know in that, in, like in that show. Well, that changes the entire 
landscape of, of politics. Well, it changes the entire landscape of humanity because because at that point, you know, you know, you know, JFK finishes his first term. Depending on the job he does, which he was popular enough, he probably gets voted in for a second term. So right. that shifts the entire landscape politically, which would at that point shift the entire, you know, economic landscape. It would shift the entire, really the entire global landscape by changing one simple thing. Right. And so, you know, is there, is there something, something that you would change? I know exactly what I would change. Let's back it up. Little ways to, I think it was nineteen ninety four. I was five years old, and my favorite toy was a Superman action figure that had actually been clipped to the side of a coffee mug, right, and came as a little package deal thing from like a theme park, from like Six Flags or something. That was my favorite toy, and I ran around with Superman, and he was posed in the perfect position, right? He had right. his hands out forward with the fists, and he had the cape fluttering in the background, and I, would ran, I ran around the house with that Superman action figure. It wasn't even an action figure. It literally was just a little plastic thing, and I ran around with the house with that so many times, had so much fun with it, and then come, I don't know, January 1st, 1995, it disappeared, Dun, dun, dun. And I never have, to this day, I have never been able to think about and figure out, reason out, what in the world ever happened to that thing. And if I were to go back and change one detail, it would be to go back and find out what happened to that thing and to stop that from happening. You want to know why? Because my whole life unraveled after that. Yeah. Because <laughs> it did. Uh, yeah. I perish the thought. It's 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 amazing the things that that you know changing one thing would do. Um, you know something as simple as I'd go back to my seventh grade class picture. No, ninth grade. It was freshman year. Freshman year, I had uh, uh, I had this thing where I used uh, hair gel. The problem was was that I used like all the hair gel. And so my hair was like crispy, crispy, crittered, like, like and I look back at that time period. I look back at myself in 1999, 99, and I just, I just want to die. Like, <laughs> I just hate myself so much. Now, we like, are gonna, I look ridiculous. We are going to, at some point, if you haven't, if you haven't heard, let me just do a shameless plug here. If you haven't heard, we have a YouTube channel. If you search for us, it's just the A and D show and you'll see our logo. And, uh, we have a YouTube channel and we put videos out from time to time where you've got one available now. And by the time this podcast releases, there'll be another one coming quickly. And, um, we are going to eventually do a video called the cringiest moments of the A and D show live living as, as A and D can't wait. And, uh, and that's going to be a good video. So there's a bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch. And it's the reason we're doing it as a video and not just talking about it on the podcast is because of the fact that there's so much visual evidence of how stupid we both were (laughs) in our youth. You were in a band. I was in a band. Let's not talk about it anymore. It's terrible. (laughs) I like it. Like I said, I, 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 I would uh, I would go back and fix my hair. That's yeah. a big thing. I uh, 
I, I hate too many things. There are so many things about. Uh, I would have. I would have also. I'd go back to my wedding day. I wore a white belt. Are you looking at a picture of it right now? No, no. But I, I, keep, I see. I, I, I remember. That I, I was. There. You know, I was a big emo. Yeah. Um, no. I'm a big fan of My Chemical Romance and the White Belt. Also, a fan of like the Strokes and yeah, you know. And so I'm like, hey, they wear white belts with black suits. Well, I should too, and I hate it. It's the worst. So since we're on this topic of, uh, I guess you could, well, hello, this table. I guess you could call it confessions, right? Uh, our good friends over at the. Um, over at the Dearly Departed, Here's the Deal podcast, did a, a, did a, a segment called Really Real Confessions. Maybe this is the right time for us to, to bust that out, to mimic them for just a second. If you, could, if you could go up to anybody who in the past, since we're talking about time travel, this is kind of a future past kind of thing. In the past, somebody that you've done something that they don't know that you did it, uh, and, and you could confess and apologize. What would that be? Man, I don't know. I uh, I try to be as nice of a person as I can. Uh, I I would probably I would probably go back to like high school friends and be like, "Hey, the person that you uh, the person that I was back then. I'm sorry." <laughs> I was I wasn't a good person uh, back in high school. Mm. Uh, not like I was like a popular like mean kid. I just I, I I'm embarrassed of the person that I was like my senior year of high school and, and first part of college. Like I'm embarrassed of who that person was. So um, I mean I would go back and be like, yeah, I shouldn't have. Like I'm sorry that that was the way that I was. Probably a little more deep than you're looking for, but like yeah, maybe like, I would I was I would uh, I would also. Uh, uh, probably apologize to my sister for cutting up cutting the hair off their barbies oh gosh you psycho nice buzz cut if i were to go back if i were to apologize or or confess something when i was in second grade there was a girl her name was lee something she might not be she might be a listener of our podcast i doubt it if you're listening lee whoever you are uh this is for you this is this is for you when, I, when we were in second grade, Lee, I'm just going to talk like you're listening, even though you're probably not. And when we were in second grade, Lee, uh, I had a crush on you. I'm mad enough to admit it now, 30 years later. <laughs> uh, and uh, you were like the coolest girl and you were taller than everybody else, which was kind of intimidating because I was a short guy back then. Look what happened to me, man. I grew up. But also... Uh, you were like the most artistic person in the whole school. And so you were constantly drawing pictures and they were cooler than everybody else. And I was like, man, now that is a girl I could crush on. Right. That's and a you, girl I could get over the cooties for. So what I did was I, <laughs> I got uh, a piece of notebook paper and I drew my best, the best horse that I could draw. And man, I did all that fine shading. I drew every little tiny hair in there. It was Man, it was great. It looked like a stick figure. It was horrible. And I took on it and I wrote um, a little note to Lee. I don't even remember what it said. It said something like, Lee, I think you're really cool. Um, do you like me? 
check yes, if yes, check no, you know, one of those. And then on the side of it, I drew a, like down the side, I had the picture and then underneath it had a little message to her. And then I drew it like a dotted line, which I thought was fairly clearly in, uh, indicating that that should be like a perforation, right? That it right. should be ripped. And on the other side of that dotted line, that vertical dotted line, I wrote a note to my friend, Daniel, man, best buddies back in the day, real punk. Thanks, Dan. Then I wrote in there and I wrote, I wrote, hey, Daniel, do me a solid, bro. I didn't talk like that back then, but if I were to say it now, Daniel, do me a solid, bro. Give this letter to Lee. Do not tell who it's from. And I did not, however, dictate to him through that. I just thought it was clear, you know, a perforated line. I'm pretty sure I drew a pair of scissors at the line, you know, to show, hey, cut here. Cut here. He wasn't too bright, or maybe I just didn't put it in there very well, and he didn't take that portion of the letter off, and so he just gave it to her. And so, Lee, I'm sure you probably have forgotten all about this at this point, but uh, really real confessions. I had a thing for you back then. I'm pretty well over it now, pretty pretty confident, but... um, don't you know, be. real, real, really, real confessions and apologies. That was a super cool, awkward thing for me to do back in second grade, and I'm glad that we, uh, I'm glad that we made it out of that as, as friends. Yeah, probably, maybe. Who I'm knows? not think that you're my friend. I don't know. Anyway, really, real confessions. Time travel. If I could go back, <laughs> I would have notated: Do not leave this note attached to the other note. Do you see the dotted line? Yeah. Cut on it. Well, Cut that joker off. Second grade boys are dumb. That's so. true. That's true. I thought it was really smart. We had these little, we had these little uh, building block things, and I built a DeLorean out of them. I kid you not. Creepy. It was pretty awesome. It's full circle, man. Yeah, full, full circle. circle. Full circle. It's and glorious. we're getting we're getting out of time. We are. We're we're getting close. We're getting close. What a great what a great second entry into uh season two. It's always solid. You know, before we go, I feel compelled. Do you feel compelled? Uh, I feel compelled. Yeah. Check out our good friend Kenneth and his marketing company, KS Marketing, on the Instagram it's at pronounced I think it's KS dot marketing. I don't know. Marketing KS, I can't remember. Apologies, Kenneth. I'll try and pull it up while I'm talking so that it's not awkward. I'm not going to get it done. Anyway, check out our good friend, Kenneth. We're at KS Marketing. And, uh, yeah, marketing underscore KS on Instagram. He does good work. He uh, He's working on a new project called The Others. Don't know what that's about, but it seems pretty cool. So check him out. Give him a like. Give him a follow. Um, and uh, thank him for all he does for our podcast. He's a he's a supporter and a uh, fan. He's a fan. fan, and he's been on the podcast a couple yeah. times. So there's that, and that's the episode. And uh, if we could go back in time and not do this episode, hmm? maybe maybe we should just rewind the entire episode and start at the beginning.